Hello and welcome to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and today it is series 2 episode 95 uh, where we are con um, concluding our study of the first vision. Uh, I mean it has been by no means an in-depth study. Uh, we've only had three days and they are 10 minute episodes each day. We had a look at the events leading up to the, uh, the first vision, the actual events of the first vision and now we're going to look at the immediate aftermath and going forward what the impact of the first vision is for us today um, and what lessons we can learn from it. So just so you are aware, by the way, so I know this episode is coming out on the Saturday. Uh, I record these episodes a day in advance just to give myself some time and uh, thinking space, uh, which means that tomorrow's episode, whilst we will be in the midst of the General Conference, I will not yet know anything about General Conference. So don't expect anything about conference tomorrow. Uh, but in early next week, you can expect some um, in-depth um, discussion, I guess, or some insights on my, on my, my thoughts on what has happened at General Conference. Uh, I, for you who are listening to this now, I bet you can't wait. Uh, I, For me, ironically, even though it is a, a conference where I won't be able to meet together with the saints, I will, will be I will be with my family. And even if I was on my own uh, without my family, you know, there's just the build up and the excitement toward this general conference. Uh, disregarding the fact it will be unprecedented in the sense that it will be without an audience, there will not be a congregation uh, at the general conference. It will be a very much different conference in terms of its uh, structure and the uh, logistics around it. But um, we've we've known for nearly six months that this conference will be unprecedented. It will be historic and it will be memorable, and um, but it will also be unforgettable if we put the effort beforehand to study. If you are one of those that haven't really thought about the first vision or the restoration in the months leading up to this, to, now is the time. You've got a number of few hours until uh, we have um, the uh, conference session take place, uh, the first one. So um, I do hope that you will take that on board and uh, enjoy conference today. So uh, first vision, yep, we uh, left off where Joseph just had his vision um, and what we're going to do is we're going to pick up from verse 20. Now, these verses in Joseph Smith history are exceptionally long, so I'm not going to um, quote the whole verse, but I am going to quote a, a line from it which stood out to me. It's when Joseph Smith has returned to his home and his mother asks him uh, what the matter was. He replies, never mind, all is well, I am well enough off, which is a typical, I guess, 14-year-old uh, teenager response. But then uh, he then says, I have learned for myself that Presbyterianism is not true. Now, it's an intriguing statement, a very teenage response, you might say. First of all, nothing, fine. And then, well, you're wrong. <laughs> you know, the, the faith we're going to is wrong. But actually, um, what I'm interested in is the um, fact that he says that I have learned for myself. Now, this is a, a kind of, kind of invite, invitation to us all to learn for ourselves whether things are true. One of the great things I love about our faith, I mean, there's many things I love about our faith. Um, is the fact that we are invited, we are, we are, you know, challenged to find things out for ourselves. We are never um, taught things in this church with the gospel of Jesus Christ, where we are not told to find out for ourselves through prayer. Um, you know, and for me, that is a great um, evidence to me, I suppose, about the truthfulness, because, you know, we, we are invited, we are recommended that we question, that we search. You know, often when we are, when we think that we are told just to listen and obey, and I know that, that, that there have been some kind of, you know, statements like that as well, that even if we need to follow the prophet and obey the prophet, and yes, of course we do, that is important. But 
what people outside of the church need to realize is that we we do follow and obey the prophet because we have prayed and because we search and find out whether the things he says are true. Uh, and we are often invited to do so. Um, Elder David A. Bednar uh, said this in a talk called Prepare to Obtain Every Needful Thing in April 2019. Quote, As a child, Joseph Smith learned of God from his family. His efforts to discover God's will for him caused Joseph to search for the truth among many different Christian denominations, ponder diligently the scriptures and pray sincerely to God. As a young Joseph, young as young Joseph Smith returned to his home from the sacred grove immediately after the appearance of the father and the son, he spoke first with his mother. Joseph's experience provides a powerful pattern of learning that each of us should emulate. We too need to learn for ourselves. Close quote. This is one of the apostles of the Lord on the earth today, saying to us that we need to learn for ourselves. We cannot just take it from someone's word. We need to listen to the word and feel the spirit that comes from that word and then go and find that answer and that testimony for ourselves of what they've just spoken about. Um, and that is such a powerful message, which comes right throughout this whole First Vision experience before leading up to it, during and after. It's all about learning and asking God for ourselves. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if we hear that a part, a part of the message that we hear this weekend is around that the kind of personal revelation piece. Uh, in verse 21, Joseph then talks about how he um, finds a lot of challenge uh, because of his vision uh, immediately. And well, I say immediately in the aftermath, he talks about it here, but also for the rest of his life, he comes up against horrendous challenges that, you know, many of us would would not dare face. Um, you know, we are going through a very difficult and unprecedented time right now. But when you look at the things that the prophet Joseph went through and and the early saints, you know, some of them are horrendous. Uh, but I suppose they may look at our time and see some of the things, challenges that we have and shudder as well. Um, there's a quote by uh, President Ezra, Ezra Taft Benson um, in a t who said this, quote, This remark symbolizes practically all of the objections that have ever been made against the church by non-members and dissident members alike. Namely, they do not believe that God reveals his will today to the church through the prophets of God. All objections, whether they be on abortion, plural marriage, seventh-day worship, basically hinge on whether Joseph Smith and his successors were and are prophets of God receiving divine revelation. Close quote. President Benson was speaking of verse 21, where, this, where the teachers of religion at that time said to Joseph basically that there was no such thing as revelation, visions or revelations in these days, and that all things had ceased with the apostles and there would never be any more of them. Anything that we follow or do in the church hinges on this point, whether God reveals revelation in these days. Um, and, you know, I think that again, it is again going back to that piece on we need to find out that truth for ourselves. Once we've received that testimony, then all the things that come from the first vision, and I'm going to list just a few here, um, you know, the impact of this first vision, we believe whether they're true or not, depending on if we believe Joseph Smith was a true prophet or not. Some of these things that have come uh, are the priesthood, the authority of God on the earth again today. With it, the ordinances of the Gospels, such as baptism, receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost. Um, temple ordinances, such as being able to baptize individuals who have passed beyond the grave so that they too can receive the gospel if they did not did not have the opportunity to do so. Um, sealing families together forever. All of these things have come from that first vision. We have wonderful blessings that we can know that our families can be together forever. We have the Book of Mormon, another testament of Jesus Christ, which teaches more about our Saviour and gives such in-depth knowledge and, and guidance on the plan of salvation 
more about the atonement of our Saviour and how that impacts each and every one of us individually. There are so many things that we have available to us, and I've just listed a few uh, from the first vision, but we need to come to an understanding and realisation that they are true. Once we do this, then we have an opportunity to rejoice, to speak about it, to, even if we don't speak about it every minute of every day to every individual we meet, just to live that in the way that we act each and every day. Um, you know, Joseph Smith in verse 25 said, so it was with me, I had actually seen a light. And in the midst of that light, I saw two personages and they did in reality speak to me. Um, I knew it and I knew God knew it and I could not deny it. Neither dared I do it. Uh, I think that uh, we need to understand that once we have this testimony, once we seek that answer and we receive it, it is dependent on us uh, to try and, you know, do something about it. In a talk called Knowing, Loving and Growing uh, in October 2019, uh, Elder Hans T. Boom said this, quote, It is that love, that light that needs to shine and brighten our surroundings as we go about our daily lives. People will notice the light and will be drawn to it. That is the kind of missionary work that will draw others to come and see, come and help and come and stay. Please, when you have received your witness about this great work and our and our part in it, let us rejoice together with our beloved prophet Joseph Smith, who declared, for I had seen a vision. I knew it, and I knew that God knew it, and I could not deny it. Close quote. Just to round this up, really, I mean, I haven't gone into the long-term impact of what has happened from the first vision, but I would recommend that you sit with your families and you ask the question, what would we, you know, what wouldn't we, what would we not have if it wasn't for the first vision? If that did, event did not happen, then, you know, what would we not have today? Uh, and I think that when you sit, well, when I sit and think about it with my family, a lot, um, everything that we have, um, you know, the joy and the peace that we have, the knowledge of, you know, the plan of salvation and everything like that that we have comes because Joseph asked God in faith. Uh, and we all have that opportunity to do so. And so as we um, go into General Conference this weekend, I strongly encourage everyone to have that same spirit of seeking to learn by faith. Because as we do that, then this conference will indeed be unforgettable and not just memorable. Um, I hope you've enjoyed today. Please share um, any of your thoughts on what we've been studying um, at Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me podcast, uh, Facebook study group. You can email ldsstudysession at gmail.com. I'd love to hear any feedback and any uh, thoughts about what you've been studying in those places as well. Thank you for listening and until we meet again. <laughs>